Hello, everyone. This is episode 689 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for the week of Friday, October 11th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about one-night stand, not the act of having a one-night stand, because even if I did, I would not tell you about it. That would be rude. I'm also not the kind of person who would ever have a one-night stand. You want to know the last time I had sex? I'm not going to tell you that either, but it's been a while. There is, however, a game called One Night Stand, and I played it. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not just bringing up a game I never played because I'm like, (laughs) it's called One Night Stand. I wonder what it's about. It's about a one night stand. And also some more Apex Legends Season 3 because I put a fair amount more time into it, and I have more thoughts, and there, there have been issues with the game in general, not related to the map or the season. And then the Polymega. I just want to mention a tweet, and that's pretty much it. So I'm going to start with the tweet, the Polymega tweet, just because it is only a tweet, and it doesn't include any concrete details, but it is the first bit of information I've seen regarding the potential launch of the product, the actual launch where people might get it in their hands in months. So on October 8th, they tweeted out a GIF, I guess, I don't know, or like a little video thing of Night Striker S, which is a game, I, I don't know anything about this game or what system it's on, but somebody asked them, because whenever they post any kind of tweets or Instagrams or Facebook posts, which I mean, it's usually just the same post on all the different platforms, and they do a lot of little videos or these weird, not GIFs, but video things where it's like, Hey, we go forward back. I, I don't know what the hell these videos are, but um, you see the frustration in the replies. Often there, there will be people that are like, "Oh, I love that game. It's so cool." They're, they're like super positive, like, "Oh, I can't wait to play my games on the Polymega." And then there are the people who are like, uh, "So, uh, any news on the Intel chips? Uh, any news on the release date? You know, I, I pre-ordered this months ago. I, I gave you five hundred dollars of my money. Where's my console?" And, you know, those are understandable, but it's funny because a lot of the times they don't respond or like, depending on maybe how mean the person is in the reply, they will or won't respond to them with like, oh, we don't have any details to say right now, but we'll let you know as soon as we do and the same type of statement. But like, I understand the frustration because waiting for this console to come out and only ever hearing, you know, we don't have the chips, blah, blah, blah. And seeing them constantly tweet out other things about games and whatnot. It's like, oh, look at this game that you'll be able to play in your Polymega or this thing. Or like uh, one of their more recent tweets was like, if you could have only one game that used the dance pad or something, you know, hypothetically, if we allowed you to do that, which would you? And people are just like, who cares about any of these peripherals or something? We just want the console at this point. We don't want to know about any of this other stuff. Like stop talking about other things when we don't even have a console that's real at this point. So I understand that frustration and, and it's been annoying for me because I'm like, I'm curious about this thing after the DF video. Well, it wasn't a DF retro. I think it was a DF direct um, digital foundry uh, when they did a video and, and John was talking about it because I, I trust John's opinion when it comes to retro gaming and all that jazz. But um, getting back to this specific tweet, uh, they put out a tweet with Night Striker S. Put an end to terror in Night Striker S with their little video thing. And then Dick Dastardly, at Wacky Dastardly on Twitter, 
follow them if you want. Uh, ask them, like so many have done before. So what's up with those Intel chips? Can you give us any updates? And they replied to... I guess, I guess they changed their thing because it says Polymega replying to Dick Das 54960809. So I guess they decided at some point to change their name to Wacky Dastardly. Or are they now Dick Das? Are they Dick Das now? Or are they like, I don't know which, what is the order? Which one am I supposed to believe is the real Dick Dastardly? Anywho, they replied to Sir Dick. Dick that das. Um, yes, we have worked through the situation with the Intel chips and we'll be sharing a big update soon. Now, there are no other details outside of that, but as someone who's been paying somewhat close attention to the whole poly mega situation, because like I said, I am very interested, even though I, I now have a mega SG and a super NT, there's still the ability to play disc based games like Saturn games. PS1, uh, Neo Geo CD, and TurboGrafx CD. Uh, I don't think there is another one, but you have those in the base unit. And then, of course, there's also the NES unit, the uh, TurboGrafx PC Engine unit, and then you have the, the SNES and Sega Genesis one, which also play imports, so they'll play like uh, Mega Drive and Super Famicom. I, th I think the NES is the only one that can't play imports at this point in time but you know having the ability to play nes games is also something that interests me and, and the cd things uh do interest me i understand that it's emulation based but i don't have a problem with that because the, the, it's more so that i just want i want to be able to use my actual media and from the people who have tested it the emulation seems to be pretty good you know there's nothing wrong with emulation you know it, it's convenient uh but uh, you know i i do like the the f not not faux emulation but the emulation that makes you feel less icky about it and this is that type of thing but um yeah so i am excited and now slightly more optimistic that this thing may actually come out and i'm very curious about how it'll turn out and how everything will work because it's it's something that like i said I, i've been interested in, in a while ever since that df video uh, in large part because of the cd based side of it um you know I, i've i've tried hooking up my ps3 again via hdmi with a splitter that was supposed to strip the hdcp and it didn't and i've been too burnt by that to try another one even though i could easily just return it so using the PS3 for PS1 and PS2 games is not something that I'm like going out of my way to try and do. But um, yeah, I, I also feel like potentially PS1 games could look better through the Polymega. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm very interested to see what their big update will be. And it, it it is also funny to me because I think on the 18th of October, Analog will be announcing a new thing. And I guess the past two years, that's when, like, they've always had the same exact date when they announced the Super NT and the Mega SG. So that means there's probably going to be a big announcement. And people are like, oh, the, the announcement 
image they showed was uh or that it looked like a game boy screen or something so maybe they're doing a game boy based piece of hardware which if if they're doing their version of a gba consoleizer whole like if it can't just be game boy and game boy color it has to be game boy advance too but if they're doing something along those lines that is a, a more like the, the game boy consoleizer is super cool and i've heard great things about it but it's also pretty damn expensive i would like the the analog option to be cheaper if that's what it ends up being but it also you know it looks i don't want to say i don't want to say anything like it, it just looks like a cheaper product um and i would expect a better build quality and overall better look and i just like if if that is seriously what it would be oh god it, but like Game Boy Advance is key. If it's like just game, I I don't think they would even bother. Uh, so I, I don't think that would be the case. But if it's not that, I'm not sure what else they could do that I would be interested in. Um, unless it was like a PlayStation uh, console, but I don't think they're they're going to be doing that. So I'm not sure. Uh, the the only other option I, I think or or think of it as a possibility, but I'm sure that they would want to just keep pushing forward. But since the NT Mini is no longer in production, as far as I know, and, and you know it was a much more expensive console than the Mega SG and the Super NT because it was like the 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 case, the frame, and everything was made out of aluminum, I believe, and it included the analog output as well as the digital output. Uh, and, you know, it just had more going on in it. Um, I could see them doing a revised. NT Mini that you know has plastic shell and removes the analog output since they have their analog whatever thing um, their peripheral thing um, I could see them doing that as well potentially but I, I would be way more interested in that you know GBA uh, just the, the Game Boy line of, of games and systems oh that'd be you know some people are like oh it'll be handheld will you be able to hook it up to the you better be able to hook the damn thing up to the tv i don't need a, a handheld version i want a way to play those games on my tv you know and i don't want to get a, a hyperkin or whatever retron 5 i kind of want the consoleizer but i'm not somebody who knows how to solder and that's never going to happen i don't know anyone who knows how to solder so i would have to buy the pre-built thing that is like $350 um so yeah that's a bit more than I would like to spend on that but um yeah I've talked about this way more than expected so that is it when more concrete details come about uh, regarding the polymega I will be sure to talk about them because I'm like I said numerous times already very interested in that thing also trending is Fortnite 2 on twitter um, I guess they re- revealed or like Apple leaked that uh, Fortnite Chapter Two was happening. Whatever the hell that means, uh, I, I, you know, people are, are calling it Fortnite Two, but that could just mean like a new map is happening. Because I, I don't think they've ever released a new map. I think they've just changed their current map. So Chapter Two could just be a new map and not an entirely new game. There's already a, 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 an entirely different game 
included with Fortnite. Well, I mean, you have to pay for it, but it's called what's it's not called save the date. That's a marriage thing. Save the something, which I, I like that version of Fortnite way more than the battle Royale version. Not sure if people play it anymore. Not sure if it's ever been updated to be a bit more balanced for continued solo play. Cause that's why I stopped playing after a point playing it by myself was just an impossible task, but I'm um, moving on. Since I, uh, I'm talking or just talked about a game that is a battle royale game, I guess I'll start with Apex Legends Season 3. So I played a whole bunch more of it, played a, a lot more with my friend as well. Uh, the funny thing is, you know, we didn't win prior to the first season. Then we didn't win again during the, the first season. The second season, at the very end, we won our first game together. And now in the third season, that is what, a week and a half old, we've won five times together. I've got 13 wins for the season, which is pretty good. Uh, two of them are solo wins. Both of them kind of rough. Like one, Both of those wins came from people either being dumb or just underestimating the damage the circle does to you in a late game. Um, you know, it, it can kill you in a few ticks depending on how late in the game you are. And people underestimate that or, or just don't realize that. Or, um, But um, yeah, I've played a bunch of it. The vault is now open. That was one of the... Uh, people call it a mystery of the season, but I don't feel like it was really much of a mystery because when you were going around the map, you would see this vault and the doors would be closed and there'd be a timer and the doors unlocked or they were able to be unlocked maybe a, a, a few hours before the actual timer said it was supposed to unlock i think it was, they unlocked on tuesday and the timer was set for like wednesday and now you can unlock those you find the the vault keys in the little loot bots that fly around and there are three vaults on the map in any given match there could be only one vault key or more than three so you never know if you go to a vault and have a key if you're going to run into another team trying to do the same thing. And inside the vault is, of course, a lot of great loot. You could see through the door, so you, you knew it was in there. And it's a kind of interesting aspect of it, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not as exciting as I thought it might be. But yeah, I, I'm I'm really liking this new season a lot. I think crypto is a great addition, even though he 100% is not someone I would ever want to play, to, uh, play as because he does not fit my play style at all. He's a very defensive class, a lot of hiding in corners and using your drone to scout out an area, find enemy locations, uh, do the EMP blast and all that kind of jazz. But I, I think he's way more useful than Watson, who I think is just kind of garbage. They're shield regenerator uh regenerates shields so slowly that it's not that great like maybe if you're hunkered down in a building where you can't get um overtaken or something i i don't find that to be all that useful and her gates are something that are only useful in very specific scenarios in very specific locations they can easily be destroyed, and they're just these shining beacons of, hey, we're here. I mean, they could be left over from a previous time, um, but 
they are just like, hey, in the same way that caustic things are, hey, look here, but those aren't as visible because they're not these shining lights in the same way that, yeah, more similar to Gibraltar and his dome shield was like, well, there's a Gibraltar there or his arm shield, which is like, hey, when you, you shoot down the iron sights, unless you're in the action and they know you're there, turn that shit off. Don't give your way your location so easily. Like, hey, look at my orange glowing shield that is so fucking visible. But um, season three is good. I'm I'm starting to to like the map. Um, I think there are a lot of interesting locations, and once you get used to some of them, there are some really great places for loot. I'm I'm a big fan of. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's like in between these two bigger areas. It might be like the geyser or something, but it has these like two long stretches of buildings and then one far out. And there's just a lot of loot to find in there. And it's not the most popular location. And if you manage to find a vault key, there's a vault right there as well. I'm pretty sure. But people still love Skyhook and the city and the, the, the train tracks, that area. I forget what it's called. People like that as well. But I'm I'm digging it. Um, it's still one of my favorite games of the year. I mean, it's probably my favorite game of the year, like I said, uh, a long time ago at this point, but I would probably, in the grand scheme of things, put Resident Evil 2 Remake above it in my, like, list of all time, just because, you know, Apex is a very here and now type of game, and who knows how I'll feel or, or you know, what'll happen when it is no longer being played or supported. I don't know how long it'll it'll last how long the legs are for this here game but it's it's a lot of fun and I, I can't recommend highly enough again with the new map and everything it's a perfect time to jump into the game you get what six legends for free so you you have plenty to choose from and then if you want to try out the, the other ones you know they're not that much and if you play a decent amount you can pick up one of them for free uh, with the legend tokens, which have rarely or they don't have much use outside of that. You get some cool skins, I guess, whatever. But, um, yeah, that's that's Apex Legends. And then One Night Stand is a choose-your-own-adventure-esque game. I'm playing on Xbox One. I think it's available everywhere. And I'm pretty sure it's a sometimes you joint, but uh, don't let that scare you away because it's actually not too shabby um the writing's okay there are some things that are like oh this doesn't make any sense and i'll get to that but um there are 12 different endings i've gotten through five of them in my hour with the game so far it took me 25 minutes to play through the first time and then i sped through a lot of the dialogue that i already got through but the way it is set up is that you wake up you're a dude who wakes up next to a young woman who's naked you see her back in the morning and you're like what happened you're so confused and you're trying to figure out what like outside of the fact that you had the the sexy time you're trying to figure out what happened last night what you did uh how you got there who this young woman is and then when you maybe can piece things together see what to do after that do you just run away do you get through her front door and just leave without saying goodbye 
Do you try to maybe pursue something more? Do you just be friends, etc.? And I, I think if that kind of game, just the you know the the choose your own adventure s play style, and what I just mentioned, you know, trying to figure these things out. Uh, interests you, then it's absolutely worth checking out because it's only five dollars. I'm pretty sure, and you'll you'll get your five bucks worth. I, I would assume, but I do think some of the way the the story plays out is really hard to believe, uh, almost impossible to believe. So the first time I played through it, I was basically playing it like just I would do in real life to some extent like i wouldn't do what i did that led to this weird ending but um you know i was just treating it like the awkward situation that it is waking up next to someone in their bed not your place and not remembering at all what happened last night and when i initially woke up i got a text from my buddy i think gary and he asked me you know what happened because i just ditched him i guess and i told him you know i don't know blah 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 and then he texted me again and I told him, you know, I ended up with this young woman. And he's like, bullshit. No way in hell that happened. So I took a picture of her back. And I sent it to him. And that was the end of that whole bit of the storyline. And then I, you know, uh, was going to, like, put my pants on or whatever. And then she woke up at some point, threw the covers over me, ran off. And, like, the sound for scurrying away was really kind of creepy. It sounded like Chucky running about I did not like that but she runs away puts her clothes on and then you know you talk about what happened you know at some point she'll ask you if you remember her name if you remember what bar you were at with your friends and all that kind of stuff where you met her you can look around her apartment or look around her room in particular and find information about like oh she is really into literature books or She's into vinyl. She has this guitar. Uh, she goes to a lot of concerts. She has this DVD for this weird rom-com thing. And you can talk to her about these various topics. And maybe they'll allow you to, I don't know, you know, find some kind of chemistry between you two. And maybe then pursue a, a second date, um, if that is your, your fancy. And she runs off a few times, you know, the postman comes and delivers a package, then she goes away for some other reason, and you don't know why. If you try to, like, leave early, you pass by the kitchen, and she's she looks pretty down then, but I've never been able to, like, do anything that is, I don't know, checking up on her in that sense. But the way my initial playthrough played out that I just thought was completely unbelievable and so crazy is that we were getting along pretty well. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll see about going on a second day with her. Then she gets a text from her friend, and the picture I sent to Gary ended up all over the fucking internet in like five fucking minutes. It apparently, like, one, Gary is a piece of shit, and every playthrough after that, I ignore his text. I'm like, I don't know, I don't have time for you, Gary, because I know you're secretly a pile of garbage. But, um, because there's no way that someone hacked my phone and, and found the picture. And then, like, if that is the assumption, you're stretching even more. But um, I'm just assuming that Gary took that picture and then posted it on whatever. Facebook or something. Like, 
But the way things play out is like, this is all over. Like it's on the Twitters, the fate, like it's just, it's everywhere. It's in all my feeds. Everyone's talking like, how the fuck did this picture travel that much across the internet in such a short period of time that it's already gotten back to her? And how, how does Gary know who's back? This is like, did he like, oh, my friend like this. Like, was Gary spying on me? Did he know who I went back to? And I'm also pretty sure because she was stood up by someone. And in the text conversation, I think Gary talked about ditching a date to hang out with me. I'm pretty sure that he was the date that stood her up. But I haven't gotten to a point where it's like, oh, we caught Gary or something. I'm thinking that's probably an ending where it's like, oh, no, Gary, my buddy, is the ditching bastard. But, um, you know, it's, it's all right. Uh, I played for an hour. I streamed it on Twitch. The first time I streamed on Twitch in months. And I said I was going to do it again the next day and, and finish up the, 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 the endings or try to. And I didn't because I just have things to do. But um, I might stream some more, but I don't, I don't know if I'm going to stream the rest of this game. But uh, it, it was fun streaming, even though, like, nobody's watching because I, I didn't tweet it out or I didn't say anything. But I just started streaming. I'm like, whatever. If people randomly pop in, that's fine because nobody's going to pop in any other way anyway. So just I'll just stream and then I'll get my hours in if I want. And then maybe at some point I'll hit 50 followers and, and then I could be an affiliate and still not do anything with it. I'm also curious if I should stream on YouTube since I have you know, a decent enough subscriber base on there. Or if I should try forming a follower base on Mixer. Because it's newer and maybe it's easier to start there fresh. I don't know. I don't know what to do streaming wise. But uh, yeah. So that, that that's one night stand. And it's not too bad. They should have called it not too bad. Because that's what it is. But it's called one night stand. Anywho. that That's pretty much it in terms of what I've been playing. I am... Uh, I don't, I don't remember if last episode I had started watching the current season of anime, but this has got to be one of the worst, absolute worst seasons for new anime in particular. I've watched, I think, 12 first episodes at this point for new series in particular, and I'm only... I've, I've only stuck with one, but it's, it's on the ball. Like, I don't know if I'm going to stay with it because I feel like it's very one note or it has the potential to be very one note and just the same shit over and over again and that is the overly cautious isekai series you know the the first episode was funny enough but i don't know if it's gonna be more than what it isn't that's gonna get old fast uh it's it's about I mean, it's an isekai series so dude gets transported from another world to help save the fucking world and all that jazz and in this case He's just overly cautious. So before going into the new world, he does like a whole bunch of push-ups and just does a lot of exercise and level himself up because he's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be here, and I'm going to. What is the term for that? I can't think of the term now. It's not farming. You're not farming. You are grinding. He was just grinding his ass off so that he could be really strong when he finally enters the new world, and it, you know, it was fine. But everything else, I'm just like. Some of them are just terrible, and then others like, eh, this isn't doing anything for me. The basketball show didn't do anything for me. I didn't care about the main character. There's a board game series that I should probably be really into, but I'm like, eh, not, not doing much for me. Um, yeah, it's just 
a real bummer, but we are getting two fantastic series back. So My Hair Academia is starting, I think, next, or it might be starting in a few days. And then Food Wars as well. So two series I love are, are returning. So we're going to have that. And, of course, continuing series like Vinland Saga, Fire Force, Dr. Stone will be continuing in the new season. So it's not all bad. It's just bad for new series. But um, uh, I'm happy about that just because it means I have plenty of time to still keep pushing forward with One Piece. I'm now less than 100 episodes away from catching up. I'm at, I think, episode 8. 46 and the series now all if i were caught it's like at 905 or maybe 906 just dropped recently so i'm i'm dangerously close to catching up and i'm very close to finishing this arc the the whole cake the whole i coal cake island arc which is the arc that they say uh is around the time that um what is it one piece world seeker takes takes place so next time that game is on sale Boom, I am buying it, and I'm going to just enjoy the hell out of it. And yeah, other than that, before I end this here episode, I'll just say that I did finally, because I, I finally have recorded the audio for the 30th episode of Attack the Backlog, which is about LEGO City Undercover, and why it's taking me so long to record the audio for these future episodes. I have the scripts done for 30, 31, 32, is because I just... One was burnt out, which I've talked about on this podcast. And then two, I did try and record it maybe a few weeks ago. And that is the first and only time I've had an issue in terms of a lot of noise and just that the, there was something messed up with the, the recording. And I had to just trash it. And that bummed me out and made it so that I was just not in the right mood to do it again. But I, I recorded it. I'm pretty happy with how that came out got a really like i crack up a few times during it because i, I try to do an arnold schwarzenegger per, uh, impression and i realize because uh, i didn't practice doing that i realized that i cannot do an arnold schwarzenegger uh, impression so look forward to that and then i have the the dead nation script to, to read the audio to do and then after that uh what was the, what was the 30 second game i played it was something uh last of us i already recorded the audio for that but that is an attack the backlog mini what is what is the 30 second episode i i have the script so i don't have to worry about that but i played some game i know i didn't like it and i clearly don't even remember it and this is the last game i played for the thing oh what a world this is anywho i feel like it's something that i thought i was gonna like and i was super bummed out about it but that was like i mean dead nation not so much but lego city undercover was 100 percent that Anywho, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PXSausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here's show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch them both there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and 
it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. I hope this weekly version of the episode has been to your ears pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. I hope I, I, I don't even know how long it is because I'm not looking at the actual uh, audacity thing. So uh, I feel like it's been a while. But I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope uh, waiting a week to hear my dumb ass is not too long to wait. Or maybe you're like, oh, oh I could wait way longer than that to have to listen to you again. But uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. So as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and an absolutely lovely weekend. Bye.